We all had homework to do from our last show. One question Callie asked, what four ingredients go into the recipe for a perfect day? Mm -hmm. And it was harder than I thought. A fulfilling day, isn't it? It really makes you think. And I am so glad that so many of you embraced this because I also touched on it on my Instagram and people were like, whoa, totally getting how this question sends you into a deep hole of thought. Do you have your four? Yes. And I just came up with my fourth one like yesterday after thinking about it all day. I've been thinking about this all week. I only have three that I'm sure of and I'll share them with you in today's episode. And then I think I might be Well, I'll explain to you why I'm hesitant to fill the fourth slot. My fourth one is kind of embarrassing and I'm a little bit hesitant to admit it, but I'm going to. Does it involve Blake Lively? No. Okay. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for T-Bird, who works so hard to take care of this community of upsiders that we have formed. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for warm slippers. Before we get into the show, we need to issue yet another apology. Yesterday's episode started with an apology. Your apology? For for the editing error that I had. Uh Uh-huh. Today's episode starts with another apology because we got so many messages both on our voicemail and in our DMs on Instagram and even a couple of emails about something we did on the show a couple days ago. I have no insight into why Callie yawns when you do the podcast or when she's reading out loud. I'm listening to that to the episode right now. But am I the only one that yawns every time you guys start talking about yawning? Like the first time I heard the word yawn on the podcast, I just started yawning. And then as you keep talking about it, I just keep yawning. So you know how they say like yawning's contagious. If you see someone yawning, you'll yawn. Well, for me, it's just if I hear the word, I yawn. So anyways, I just thought that was really weird. Love you guys. Bye. Oh my God. I'm about to yawn right now because she said yawn. So many people got contagious yawning fits from us talking about Callie's yawning. Yeah. It re- okay. I did um, get a message from my psychiatrist. Remember I told you she listens to the show and I was probably going to forget to email her about it. And then she would email me when she listened. Because multiple people said that medicines for like anxiety mm-hmm. or uh, stuff like that, specifically Zoloft will cause you to yawn more. It's a it's a rare but not uncommon side effect. And Callie takes one of those. So maybe that was why you've been yawning. And I got an email from Dr. Fortner and she was like, yeah, not so much. She's like, I think if that were the case for you, you wouldn't just be yawning when you're talking. Like okay. if you were, if that were a side effect of the drug, you would likely be yawning all the time. And it's not all the time. And she did like the theory that maybe it's about my oxygen 
So I need to like breathe more. I think I, I really do think that you have uh, a little bit of paranoia about your breath or whatever being in the microphone. I do, but I'm trying to really consciously breathe right now. Okay. Well, hopefully you won't yawn anymore. Yeah. All right. And now we're not going to talk about it anymore because- Because now I'm yawning. Well, and it's making everybody else yawn. Okay. So we're <laughs> done talking about yawning. All right. Uh, heads up. Um, Valentine's Day is two weeks from tomorrow. Do you understand me? Valentine's Day is two weeks from tomorrow. If you don't have a Valentine's Day date set yet, I would like to recommend- my comedy shows. I've got one in Marietta on the 14th and I've got one in Lawrenceville. I've got two in Lawrenceville on the 15th, but one of those is sold out. So if you want to go get your tickets now, because these shows sell out every single year, the easiest way to get your tickets is to text the word jokes to 800-434-5454 and a link to all available shows will be sent right to your phone. If you've got to give somebody a hint, just tell them to text the word jokes to 800-434-5454. And that is their hint. Okay. That's number one. Also related to Valentine's day. When are your gift guides going to go live? Probably this weekend. Okay. So just being honest, like I would like to say tomorrow, but that's not going to happen. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to, think of the best way to do it. Cause I wasn't even going to do a formal gift guide. I was going to do it on my Instagram stories, but then like a lot of people that listen aren't on Instagram. So yeah, I think you could do it on as a gift guide, like you do over the holidays or I do it on my Instagram and just say it on the show. Well, what do you mean? Like talk about the stuff on the show. Well, you can't do that because there's so then many, there's no links. Yeah. How, yeah. Do, how do people find them and stuff? Well, we will do that. Did you get me a gift yet? No, I was going to wait for your gift guide to come out. Um, my own gift guide and buy me something off of my own gift guide. Doesn't you, that- Jeff does the same thing for me every year. I mean, he gets me a gift, but he always gets me my favorite thing. Do you know what you do every year? No. What do I get you? Chocolate covered strawberries. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so good from Godiva. It is one of my favorite things. I'm not going to do that this year because what? yeah, I don't, know, I don't know how many points those things are on Weight Watchers, but I know it's got to be high. So I'm just going to get you strawberries. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to say that, but no. I got to be honest. I don't know what our next topic of conversation is. I know we have some voicemails to listen to, but it says voicemails on weight loss. The comments from earlier uh, this week that came up on my, or I think it was last week. um, We haven't taken, played the voicemails yet, but somebody made the comment that they were sad. Nobody in their life remarked on their incredible weight loss. Oh, that's right. Uh Uh-huh. And then it was brought to our attention that maybe you don't want people who recognize that somebody has lost weight, they might not want to bring that up at risk of implying that they didn't look good or healthy before. Got it. So the question that we specifically asked was, if you are a person who has lost a, a decent amount of weight, do you appreciate compliments or do they make you feel bad about the way you were before? I have lost 113 pounds. I have about 30 to go. And I say, when people see a difference, please say so. We love to hear that. We do not take offense to what we used to be. You were our friends and family before and you will be our friends and family after. 
give us those compliments. We need the motivation. Thank you. I had lost 100 pounds. And no, it never offended me when people said, you look great, or, oh my gosh, you've lost so much weight, because you're working so hard on that at the current moment that it doesn't offend the person that you were before. I recently have lost, uh, within the year after my back surgery, 71 pounds. And um, going out and people running into me and seeing me, I do get a lot of comments of, oh, my gosh, you look so great now. How did you do it? Or what are you doing? And I look at the, in the mirror and I look at myself and go, damn, I look good now. So, yeah, it's nice to hear other people say it to me and know that my hard work and what I am doing People can see it, and it helps me to keep moving forward and and get healthy and work on myself. Oh, my goodness. If you've lost weight, you want to hear how good you look. Who doesn't want to hear how good they look? I've lost 111 pounds, and I love when people notice it. It was a lot of hard work to lose that weight. Going to the gym every day is tough. Um, so if you have friends who look good, tell them they look good. It's a nice thing to do. Everybody loves a compliment. See ya. Bye. That is really incredible. I mean, I was listening to their opinions on it, but losing that much weight is such an unbelievable accomplishment. I can't believe that we had so many people called that are that dedicated to what they're, I mean, that's um, I'm shocked. Those calls, that was just the, amazing. That was just the tip of the iceberg with the, that we got about weight loss, like dozens of calls in virtually. I don't think I heard one of them that said, no, don't bring it up. Every yeah. Sing- it's like, I worked my butt off. Exactly. Literally. I worked for that compliment. Give it to me. I get that. I, I'm going to go back to this. I think. I uh, like, I think that this right here could be the next big thing. Like, remember a couple of years. Like, we could write a book on this? Yes. Remember a couple of years ago, it was all about does this spark joy? No. Get it out of your house. Mm -hmm. I think that the the removing of micro anxieties is such a powerful thing because it has been so terrific to me that we should somehow make a movement out of it. Okay. I, and if if you missed the episodes last week, Kelly did her pocket podcast on just taking care of like one little thing that's bugging you, but you always put it off and how much better it makes you feel because then instead of looking at it and going, oh, I got to take care of that. You look at it and you actually, it, it's 180 degrees opposite. You're like, I'm so happy I took care of that. Well, I've done that with so many tiny little things that I feel like I am more joyful. I'm really glad about that. And I'm really excited because I know how much like those micro anxieties to you, a handful of those just really roughs up your week. I and to that, because these two things are kind of connected, I realize that what locks me up and what makes it really difficult for me to do anything is having an overabundance or too many 
unmade decisions Mm -hmm. in front of me. Yeah. Like this is a recent realization, I think for you, like yesterday. Yes. (laughs) Um, I can have a to-do list that's eight pages long and I'm fine with it. I actually feel really good with that because that means I've dumped everything out of my brain and I've got it on a to-do list. So that makes me feel good. But if I have decisions to make or, or choices to make that I've either put off or I don't have enough information or I need to follow up with other people and those things build up, I don't care if they're carved into a stone tablet is my to-do list. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. The fact that they exist drives me nuts. Yeah. And I think that plays into the micro-anxieties because sometimes you've just got to make a decision even if the decision is, I'm going to revisit that in 30 days. Does that make sense? Right. It's just something. So it's not like I have to do this right now. Or you delegate. And if you're in a relationship, like I think something that I know you're working on is asking me for help. Yes. Well, uh, and also asking. Like saying, hey, can you make, can you help? Can you make this decision? What do you want to do here? Right. And yes. And so like yesterday, Callie and I were having a conversation about there's there's a convention or an expo or whatever it's called for podcasters happening next month or in March. Mm -hmm. And we've batted around the idea of one or both of us going to it. And finally, I'm like, you know what? Like, let's just decide. Like, what are we waiting for? Like, in my head, I'm like, oh, it's six weeks away. We don't have to decide right now. We can figure it out. We can see what that looks like when we get closer to it. But it's on that to-do list stressing you out. So I just said to Callie, here's the convention. Look it up. Do you want to go? And we made a decision, and that's that. And the, the continuation of that is, how extreme am I willing to take this? What do you mean? Well, now that I'm aware of my decision making causing me stress. You have like decision paralysis almost. Yes. Do I want to go Steve Jobs? What is that? What do you like? Do you want to like wear black shirts all the time and make fewer decisions? Uh, I, as your wife, don't like that, but I appreciate what you're saying. Maybe what you could do is lay your stuff out for the week. But there's the thing. I have a closet full of clothes, as I'm sure everybody listening does. Has a clo- You have a closet full of clothes, and you only wear a third of it, if not less than that. But you, it's all in there, so you got to dig through it and look through it and all that other stuff. But the reality is you're holding on to stuff for sentimental value because you'll fit into it someday because maybe you'll need a blue and green plaid shirt, even though you haven't worn it in four years. <laughs> like, you might need it. So, oh, it's really comfortable, even though it's out of style and I never wear it. Like, wouldn't life just be easier if we got all that stuff out of our closet and we just had, we just operated on that third of the closet or the 20% of the closet that we wear? let me make a proposal to you because I don't think I'm capable of going in. I've purged my closet and I walk in my closet and I'm still like, I don't wear half this stuff, but I have the thought of, oh, well, maybe one day I'll want to wear it. And I think a lot of us have that. Because we like what's there. It's just maybe not practical or whatever. So what if we have these, um, we have storage in the basement. What if we go through and for our closets for a week or a month or whatever you think, we take everything out of our closet except for what we actually wear and we go put it downstairs. It's This is the Swift Attach plan. 
I've talked about this before. I have no idea what that is. Maybe I talked about it on a radio station. Maybe I haven't talked about it. I've never heard of it. Okay, do you know what a Swift Attach is? No. Okay, you know when you go um, and you buy clothing at a store and it has the little plastic thing through like the tag or the fabric and you can just break the plastic, but it's Mm -hmm. got like the price tag hanging off it. Okay. Um, That's... That is called a swift attach, and it's put on with a gun. Okay. It has a little hole in it, and you bing, click, click. You can buy swift attach guns on Amazon for like 15 bucks. Yeah. So I have proposed buying a swift attach gun and going through your closet and like through a sleeve or through the neck or whatever, like putting a tag, like just putting a swift attach on every piece of clothing that you own. And then- in a period of time, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, you decide what the timeline is. You go through your closet. And everything that still has the Swift attached through the sleeve, you get rid of it because you haven't worn it. See, I get that and I understand why that would be effective. But I think for me, my fear is I get FOMO and think, okay, well, what am I going to miss out on? What if I wound, wind up wanting to use this in the next month? So my suggestion is that we take our stuff out, put it downstairs for one month. And if we don't wear it, then it goes because I'm worried I'm going to miss it. So you can't miss it if it's in your basement. You can't miss it. But what, but what? I don't. It sounds like the same plan to me. It's ish the same plan, but I don't want to, I just don't want to see it in front of me. I want to act like the third of my closet that I use is all that I have. Got it. And see if I'm like, wow, I really miss X. Or if I don't even think about it. Got it. Out of sight, out of mind. Yes. And I don't really have a problem with the Steve Jobs thing where he just wore dark jeans and black t-shirts every day. But but then you could wear, you could have different outfits to wear out in public, right? But mm, you don't like that idea. What about this? Uh, cause I already kind of do this, especially, um, I was making a face at Jeff cause I just feel like you and I are coworkers also. And coming into our workspace, I would just be so uninspired if you were wearing the same thing every day. All right. And then the other thing is that I already kind of do is this morning I figured out what my Weight Watchers breakfast will be mm-hmm. for the next month. And I, I eat the same exact thing. I will yes. eat the same exact thing every morning. I know exactly how many points it is. And I will eat it for at least a month or more until I'm sick of it. And then I'll figure out a new one. And that one will I'll do To me, I love that because it takes the guesswork out of food. And I honestly have been eating the same thing. I've been eating yogurt and berries for breakfast for probably three weeks. And I'm honestly not sick of it yet. And part of it for me is that it's comforting to know that I don't have to think about it. Right. I don't have to make anything up. I don't ever research any recipes. I just go to the grocery store. It's what I'm having and it's fine. Especially doing a diet plan like Weight Watchers where you need to know exactly what that's worth. Right. So I already know. So it's like, you know, great, cool. It's plug and play and plug and play with food, honestly, is so much easier to me than having to make decisions. Right. So Callie is saying that she would much rather eat lasagna for dinner every night for an entire month than give away two sweaters that she hasn't worn in two years. That is not even close to what (laughs) I'm saying. I purged like three weeks ago. We frequently do that, by the way. Purging is great. 
It, it really is great. Um, but then I have the thought, so I purge stuff that I never wear. Then I go into my closet last, was it last week or the week before we had that pretty warm week? And I was going into my closet looking for stuff to wear. And I'm like, other than t-shirts, I have nothing to wear. So Wait. it's just a weird thing in my head that I have. I'm like, I have all these clothes. Yeah. Everyone has that struggle. Thank you to everybody who helped us out with the uh, survey. Uh, just to prove to you that we really do value your feedback. I want to share, because it was a real quick survey. I want to share with you the three questions that we asked and the answers you gave. Uh, first of all, uh, the question was, do we do, because we release bonus episodes now once or twice a week. And part of me was concerned that we were releasing content and then people would fall behind and listening to our show would actually become stressful. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I can't get caught up. That's why we've been saying quite a bit, like, you don't have to listen to every episode. Yeah, you listen when you can. Listen when you can. 92% of you said, no, we love the content. Keep it coming, keep it coming, keep it coming. So that was a huge thank you for that gift, saying that. Uh, we asked if you would be willing to pay, like, Netflix style for an ad-free version of the show. Mm -hmm. And the majority of you said, no, it's not. I mean, we don't really care about yeah, the commercials. We don't really don't, care. Yeah. Cause we would have to, there, there would be a charge. It would probably be like 15 or 20 bucks a month mm -hmm. because we'd have to figure out a way to make money. That's not from the advertisers. Right. And, uh, some of you said you would, so maybe in the future we'll figure that out. But the majority of you said no, which is really good to know. Cause I think that's pretty standard as a next step for podcasts to do an ad-free version mm -hmm. and charge. Like, I think that's a pretty routine. I mean, I pay for that, um, with other podcasts. So I think that's, a yeah, I, I might. How much do you pay? I could have done the research with you. How much do you pay per month for an ad-free version? Well, I just upped. So I get a lot more than an ad-free version. When I was just paying for ad-free with Crime Junkie, I was paying $5 a month, but I'm a little embarrassed to say how much I pay for all of the content because they push out content um, a lot for their highest tier subscribers. And I really want access to that content because I devour it so much. So I may or may not pay $20 a month. Well, the thing is the t the whole tier thing, I have a problem with that with our platform, with our show, because we're like all about community and everybody's included in all of that. So I would never want to say, if you pay more, you get more content type we, of thing. We um, have had, I can't even tell you how many hours worth of conversations of this between me and T-Bird and Jeff. And I, it will have to, yeah, it's just really funny. I, uh, we have debated this for hours on end anyways. And that's why the advisory hoard is one price when you're in it's that price forever no matter how much we add to it and you get content earlier and you get content ad free but it's like an entry level price like we're never going to have like a, a $30 price just doesn't like tiered memberships i just don't think it fits the tone of our show yeah uh and then the third question that we asked is how would you like us to do our commercials um if we have three commercials in the show, for example, do you want them all spaced out? Like one, then one, then one? Or do you want all three at the same time? And uh, for 30, I'm trying to do it from memory, 35% like of you said do all three at the same time. And then another 35% of you said we don't care. Oh, And okay. then the other, whatever, 30. 40%? Is that what it is? Yeah, the other 40% was split between 
spread them all out or do two, then one. So we're just going to stick with doing all three together. I'm glad you don't mind ads because we have got some advertising partners to thank right now. When it comes to building a better mattress, Brooklyn Bedding literally owns it. Every sleep solution is American-made in their very own state-of-the-art factory in Phoenix, where they custom craft a mattress just for you. Two brothers, John and Rob Merwin, started 25 years ago as master craftsmen, learning everything there is to know about building a quality mattress, and they deliver it right to your door. A couple months ago, the doorbell rang, and there was our elite Spartan by Brooklyn Bedding waiting for us. It has individually encased coils and proprietary comfort foams with a smart fabric cover. What does this mean? Well, it means it's unbelievably comfortable, and there's technology that absorbs your body heat and transforms it into far-infrared rays of energy, which get emitted back to you for a more restorative sleep. I know it makes me and Callie both sleep cooler. It also has Titan Cool, which responds to individual body temperatures, so you both have the perfect sleep environment. If you're looking for the best sleep ever at a factory direct price, go to brooklynbedding.com. Mattresses start at just $499, and you'll save 25% off with every order with the promo code UPSIDE25. It's brooklynbedding.com, American-owned, American-made, and they own the sleep solution because they own the factory. Rothy's makes their shoes out of recycled plastic water bottles, and they've used over 35 million water bottles that would have been put into landfills. How awesome is that? Also, they operate and own their own manufacturing workshop where they prioritize sustainability every single step of the way. They ship directly in their shoebox. There's no frilly, unnecessary packaging, and they are feel-good flats in more ways than one. Go to rothys.com upside to get your new favorite flats. Skillshare is an online learning community that's currently offering our listeners two months of free premium membership. That is two months of access to courses that will expand your creativity, teach you something new, or help you hone up on something you already know. How about uh, some of the most popular classes of the past month? Any of these interest you? Real Productivity, How to Build Habits That Last. That's a one-hour-long class. You can take it absolutely free. How about this? Fundamentals of DSLR Photography. That's an hour and 20-minute long class. Yours free at Skillshare. And if you are trying to be all that on Instagram, there's a uh, class called Instagram-Worthy Photography. That's an hour and nine minutes. It's available for you for free right now just by going to Skillshare.com upside. That's Skillshare.com upside. <laughs> Free Stuff Friday because I get to listen to this song and it puts me in a really good mood. I'm smiling. Just it, it, I can't help it. I love this song. Is this is this exactly what you had in mind? I don't know, but it brings me joy, so it's a keeper. Okay. Do we really want to find somebody with a super deep voice to make us an intro for it? Oh, absolutely. I okay. think so. All right. We got to know you have enough friends in radio. We should know someone with like a crazy deep voice. Yeah, easily. So, okay, we'll work on that. I'm distracted okay. by the amazing music. Okay, so we have a Free Stuff Friday prize, and we're going to tell you what you're going to win tomorrow. Yeah, on Fridays. I so. thought you were going to do in the voice. Oh. Free Stuff Friday with Callie and Jeff on the upside. 
tomorrow, you've got a chance to grab a $500 gift certificate to Browning Company Jewelers. So that's what you're going to win tomorrow and just in the nick of time because it's Valentine's Day. And if you are your own Valentine, you go on with your bad self and you get yourself something nice at Brown and Company for Valentine's Day. I think we've got a consensus on how Free Stuff Friday will work. The entire game will happen. The entire contest or whatever will happen on Friday. So we will announce on Friday's episode how you can win. We will accept entries until midnight Atlanta time. And then on Monday morning, we tell you who the Free Stuff Friday winner was. All nice and compact. Yes. Does that work for you? That works for me. Okay, perfect. I uh, Callie's birthday is this weekend is Super Bowl Sunday. And I have a question to ask you regarding your birthday. But I am... I'm a, I'm a tiny bit nervous. Okay. And you have to know that what I'm about to explain to you was a complete accident. Okay? I hope you're not about to say that you want to go to a Super Bowl party. No. Okay. I know that you don't you don't celebrate birthdays in the same way that I do. Mm-hmm. You don't need there to be a big celebration. As a matter of fact, you actually downplay your birthdays. I do. A little bit. You Mm -hmm. want it to be chill and you want it to be low key. Mm -hmm. Well, people started asking me about what you wanted to do for your birthday and what the birthday plans were. Like my girlfriends? A lot of people started asking me. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So I'm not going to call it a party, but I think I've accidentally planned a gathering. Here's the thing. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, I don't want to celebrate my birthday. And then if you don't do something that I'm mad, I legitimately get anxious the same way I do. The same reason I didn't want to have a bridal shower. The same. I get anxious. I don't like being the center of attention. And what I want to do on my birthday weekend is not have people stare at me and celebrate stuff. Nobody's going to stare at you. That's why I didn't make it a party. So what is it? Tell me what it is. It's a gathering. Where? At a gathering place. And it's going to be at a restaurant. So how many people are we talking about? How many people would would make you really uncomfortable? Uh, Like four. Okay. It's more than that. But listen, <laughs> <laughs> listen, what if I, what if this became a challenge to change your tune on birthdays. It's a challenge for me because I really think I have put together an evening that's so low key and filled with so many fun people that it's going to be a great night. And I think I can change your tune on birthdays. So it's, it's like an unbirthday. It's I, I, when I was texting with somebody yesterday, uh, they said, is it a surprise party? And I wrote back and said, no, it's neither a surprise (laughs) or a party because Callie doesn't want a party. And I also know that you didn't want like a sit down dinner. Right. Right. Mm Because you don't want to be sitting at the table and then have people go around and make a toast and everybody stares at you while they say, it's truly a gathering of all the awesome people in your life who have reached out to me And they're all going to gather at the same spot at the same time. And it just happens to be on your birthday weekend. Is there going to be wine involved? Of course, there's going to be wine involved. And 
most likely based on who I know is coming cookie cake. Oh, that's like, I, I, I don't have friends that don't eat cookie cake. So, so I'm, we use birthdays. I mean, I'm pretty sure that Chrissy's son um, had a birthday. And then four days later, I took a cookie cake over to their house. I'm like, oh, yeah, his, his birthday. And me and Chrissy ate the whole thing. Right, because it's his birthday <laughs> week. It's his. So I want what I want you to do is, one, I want you to feel the love. Two, I want you to know that if you really don't want this, I will, it'll, I'll make it go away. But three, I want, I am taking this as a challenge to create for you the most unbirthday party birthday party. So at the end of the day, when you go to bed that night, all you're feeling is love and happiness and kindness from all your friends and It'll be an anxiety-free birthday evening. Okay. I accept your challenge, gratefully, and we will see on Monday if I- But I don't want you to, you're not going to feel anxious between now and Saturday about it, are you? Um, Because it's not- I, Maybe a hair, but I, I trust you. And when I get there, if it's very unbirthday-like, then I will immediately calm down. Yeah, it's truly going to be unbirth. It's going to be like a bunch of friends after work, picking a bar to meet at, okay. and there's all gonna everybody's gonna go to the bar except there will be cookie cake. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So I knew that was gonna be such a tough sell, and it really is not. I mean, anybody. I think there. I'm sure there are other listeners out there that are like me, where anybody mentions like, "Hey, we want to celebrate you," and I just my heart literally goes up into my throat. I have a super pup alert. That is so remarkable. It just, I don't know. Every time we do one of these, I think that about these dogs. Dogs are awesome. And this is a dog that saved itself from. from a dog napping. A dog napping from a kidnapper. So this um, dog, oh, <laughs> it's funny to tell this as though it's a person. A dog was in a pet store with a couple and the person that was at the pet store working was like, this seems like a weird situation. And the dog kept looking at the owner of the pet store and just barking at him and was like trying to tell him something, but not like a vicious bark. Like, no, like, like a, a, Hey, Hey, yeah. Hey, like I'm trying to talk to you. We all know if you have a dog, you know, that bark where they're trying to tell you something and you're like, what is it? What's going on? So the guy was like, well, this is really weird. And he started asking people questions about the dog, like, oh, what kind of food does he normally eat and all this stuff. And the whole time the dog is like barking at the store owner and the people are being really weird. And he's like, this is weird. So he goes on his computer and starts looking up missing dogs in the area. And two and a half hours earlier, someone had posted, I'm missing my dog. And here's a picture. And it was a picture of the dog that was standing in front of him barking. And he was trying to tell the store owner, hey, I'm I got dog napped. That's so, I mean, I almost have chills at that because you, that dog smart dog knew what he was doing. It looks like one of those, um, Australian shepherd. Yeah, it is an Australian shepherd. This was in Canada. And those are really smart dogs, right? Jeff won't get me a, a Australian shepherd or a border collie because he thinks they will outsmart us. With the dogs like that, who are that smart, 
you have to pay attention to them 24 seven <laughs> or else they will conspire against you, steal your car keys and move to a beach in Mexico without you in your car. <laughs> That's how, that's how smart those dogs are. Jeff, we were talking about it one time because I really did want a border collie forever. I still do, but I know I lost the battle with Jeff. No, I'm fine with it. Literally say like, Callie, we cannot own a dog that's smarter than us. I'm fine with a border collie once we live like on a farm or a ranch somewhere. Where they can like hoard your llamas? Yes. Like if we move to the countryside of Tennessee or something and w- they have two acres that we can send them out to to do their projects, mm-hmm. then off you go. <laughs> but until then, uh-uh, because they will start, they'll build stuff. They'll build like escape routes and bombs and they'll steal your car and all this. They're just very, <laughs> they need to, a lot of attention needs to be paid to them. So uh, Callie gave us all homework. The, the question was, what four ingredients are have to be in the recipe for you to have a completely fulfilled day when you put your head on the pillow at night? Right? Yeah. So basically those days when you're like, man, today was really great. What are the four things that are common in all of your great days that contribute to that being a fulfilled day? And it sounds like an easy question. And there were some people on Instagram spouting like really like quick things off. But I got a lot of responses from people that are like, you know, I started thinking about that. And one, it's weird that I don't even know about myself. And two, it's kind of a hard question. I I think I have three things mm-hmm. and I'm a, fr- and I don't know what the fourth is. My three are, I want to be outside, preferably near the water, but I could also say like, I want to be outside near beauty. So for me, water is beautiful, like lakes mm-hmm. and, and oceans and the beach but I've also gone on some really beautiful hikes. So nature for you. Nature, but beautiful nature. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't want to be outside. I want to be surrounded by beautiful nature. Uh, that's one for me. Uh, another one is, I and tell me if this doesn't count, but I want really good sleep. Yeah, like, I think I, that counts. I want, to, I want to go to bed the night before, and then I'll wake up on my perfect day and have gotten a great night's sleep. and. I want to wake up early in the morning, but I want to be refreshed. Mm-hmm. So a good night's sleep and an early start. That would be my number two. Number three, I would like to prepare and eat one really good meal. Mm-hmm. Like I, but I don't want to just eat it. Like I want to cook it and eat it or make it and eat it. <laughs> the whole thing. And I would like to do that for other people. Like I like cooking for people. Uh-huh. So that's my third. And my fourth, I think I might just be nervous to fill in the fourth. Mm-hmm. But I think my fourth is like, I want to do something selflessly kind for another being. Yeah. I think that's a great one. Okay. So I think those are my four. My four are, number one, getting one thing done on my personal to-do list. 
So it doesn't matter how big or small it is, but things that are looming on my to-do list, if I do one of them, I feel really great about my day. Okay. Number two, helping someone I love with a problem. So if someone comes to me and asks for advice or whatever, yep. I like to be the person that gives advice and talks things out with someone. Sure. That's a good one. Uh, number three, having some form of downtime, like, does which that is kind of silly, but you know, like zoning out time. So like not taking, not, not necessarily like taking a, a nap or something, but just not a nap. But like when I come home and watch Downton Abbey, something where I'm putting my phone down, I'm not answering emails at the same time. I'm just zoning out. Got it. Yoga. Okay something like that. Yep. And then the fourth one, I'm kind of embarrassed by a little bit. Um, and I was telling Robin this one, this whole thing came about because, um, my coworker friend and boss, Robin, uh, she sees someone that specializes in human behavior and I see a therapist and we kind of like compare notes. And this was the prompt that she got for this week. And we spent two hours on Monday talking it out and it's just kind of been contagious with our coworkers. So earlier yesterday I was telling her, I'm like, I think I came up with my fourth one, but I'm kind of embarrassed. So how should I word this? And the word that I said to her was praise from others. Like you want to be praised? Like not praised. You want, earn, and I said, you want to earn some praise? I said that that's a bad thing to say. And she said, what did she correct it to? She said, have, what about, is it have your contributions recognized? So whether it's in my marriage or with my friends or at work, if someone says, you know, if Jeff writes me a note in the morning, or it's almost like a the um, the same thing as words of affirmation, kind of, or at work when someone's like, hey, that thing that you worked on was really great. Or a friend says, hey, that really helped me, or you're a good friend, or something like that. It really just, that actually probably should be my number one. That boosts you up? It sounds selfish, though, to me. No, this is a list of four things that make your perfect day. Of course, it's I not know. selfish. There's nothing wrong with that. But anyway, so it's a kind of a weird thing to say out loud. I'm a little embarrassed of that one, but it's completely true. And that one took me a while, all week to get to, because we started talking about this together on Monday. It's one of the things I love most about Robin. We compare and really like help each other grow with our self-growth stuff. And I learned a lot about my coworkers too. Like one of my coworkers said that... Um, for them to be fulfilled, they need to have a funny moment in their day and to laugh at something. So whether it's an online video or a show or something like that, that humor is really fulfilling to them. And it's just something to tuck away that I'll remember about that person and think, oh yeah, that's a good way to relate to that person is because this is what they value. I, you know, it'd be fascinating is I think I really enjoyed this exercise because it it forces you to think of what's important, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it would be really, really interesting to hear what four things kids would pick. Like if you're talking about this around the dinner table, which you know we hope that happens every now and again with stuff that we talk about here on the upside, yeah. is we hope that you take our message of gratitude and take our message of of upside living and finding the upside and all of that to your dinner tables and your break rooms and, and whatnot. 
but ask your family what their four things would be. Go around the room, get you know their input, but pay attention to what people under the age of 10 say. Just because it's, it's always funny. It Yeah, I would be really interested to hear. Because for adults, we're really thinking it through and having this like internal introspective thing, but kids' answers are always the yeah, best. Yeah, like, like age six, I would be like, matchbox cars, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you if your kids deliver anything really good like that, 800-434-5454, and we'll, we'll play the responses on an upcoming show. Um, put us in your phone anyways, 800-434-5454. All right, exactly what is the dinner table question that people are asking? What four things do you have to do in a, in a day to say it was a fulfilling day? Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. I don't want to cause you more anxiety about your birthday gathering. Okay. But... Do you want to know who's coming? Like, should I send you the guest list ahead of time? Yes. Or would you prefer to not know? And then when people show up, because it's not a party, nobody's got to be there at the start, ready to yell surprise. It's a gathering. They come in and they come out as they please. Would you rather just be surprised by the people who come through? No, I'd like to know. Okay. Okay. Knowledge is power. I think so. Knowledge reduces anxiety? I think so. Okay, trust me. I do trust you. That's the only reason I'm not like, cancel it. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Taylor from Douglasville, Georgia. Uh, Just sitting here listening to the show, having breakfast with my son. And um, you guys are talking about buying Downton Abbey. And I just wanted to let Callie know that if you guys have Amazon Prime video, they're all on there so you don't have to pay for them. But if you've already paid for all of them, I guess that doesn't do you any good. But for those of us who have never watched it, including me, and wanting to start watching it, that's where you can go and you don't have to pay for all of it. Um, Because while my parents also taught that we didn't buy movies growing up, my husband feels the same way. So me trying to buy episodes would not go over well. So I'm glad that it's on Prime Video. Just a heads up. Love you guys. Love the show. You guys have been doing awesome lately. Shows have been so good. You're really hitting a great stride. Love you guys. Have a great day and happy early birthday, Callie. I love this next advertiser, Thrive Cosmetics. They have a mission that is truly bigger than beauty. For every product we purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive with a responsive giving mission that supports nonprofit partners. So they either donate money or products to causes that help women emerge from homelessness. Um, They help women who are surviving domestic abuse and women fighting cancer. And I absolutely love that. I think it is so, so important. They are also vegan and cruelty-free, which you know that I love. Start thriving and help women in need today by going to thrivecosmetics.com slash upside, and you're going to use the code upside for 15% off your first purchase. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash upside, and use the code upside for 15% off. Thrivecosmetics.com slash upside, code upside. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Amy from Pennsylvania. I'm listening to Wednesday's show and I had to pause it. You're talking about like the things that you did when you were little and you didn't think it was okay, like the turning on the the light in the car. It just happened to us last night. Uh, We were driving home from Target. Um, I'm in the car with with a nine and 10 year old and the nine year old turned on the dome light. I didn't even realize that she did it. And all I hear is the 10 year old, 
stop it. It's against the law. We're all going to go to jail. And I, then I realized what had happened, and the, the nine-year-old quick turned it off, and she's like, I'm sorry, I didn't know, I didn't know. I don't remember telling them this, but obviously I have, and I was trying not to giggle in the front seat um, with the two of them in the back seat, freaking out, looking for cops because they thought they were getting arrested. I just had to share. Hi, Kelly and Jess. This is Amy, and I just started today's episode, and I literally screamed in the car, oh my gosh, I'm not going crazy, because yesterday when I listened, I heard the repeat, and I've been having the longest January ever, and I thought I was going crazy, completely thought I was going crazy, stopped the podcast, tried to put it out of my head, um, and then when I listened to the podcast today, I just felt so much better. So thanking me, thank you for making me feel normal again. Love the podcast. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Lisa from Colorado. I had to pause the show uh, at the end from yesterday with the brilliant caller who said, when you guys get pregnant, to announce it to Callie's parents by Jeff and you taking them out to dinner and saying the dad always pays when Jeff pays. That is so awesome. I just had to call in and 100% that caller. That is such a cute, fun idea. Love you guys. Bye. Real quickly, I was just calling because I was listening to the second episode Q&A with wine. Um, I know, Callie, you said that you are going to bring back the stuff that stalks us on Instagram ads but you had said that you felt like people didn't like them. I just wanted to let you know, I love them. Um, I have bought a few things that you recommended, and they've been great. So I really trust your opinion and look forward to more in the future. Thanks. Here we go, baby! And it's time to get up because we are all 